by a defensive end for the Houston Texans. He is in his rookie season. He is having a very good rookie season. He was the third overall pick in this year's draft out of Alabama. He won a natty with the Crimson Tide back in 2020. On this year, he's got 42 tackles. He has eight for a loss. He's got five sacks. He had that big game Sunday. Five tackles, two sacks. In Houston's big win over Denver, the Texans are 7-5. and five. They're tied for second in the AFC South. They've got the Jets on Sunday. Will Anderson Jr. is my guest, Will. It's great to have you back on, Will. How you doing? It's doing good. Thank you for having me back again. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It's great to have you. Hey, let me preface this by saying team first always, and I'm going to get there in a minute, but you had a breakout game against Denver. You had those two sacks. You had four quarterback hits. That was the first multi-sack game of your pro career. How hyped are you to be finding your rhythm and your groove in getting pressure on and getting to the quarterback? Yeah, it's been great, man. Just learning everything and learning from a great group of guys in the room, man. It's been awesome. I love working with those guys. I love the coaching staff that D'Amico's put together. They're very um, good, you know what I'm saying? So it's been fun just finding that groove. You know, they the the older guys and the vets in the room, you know, they've been doing a really good job of helping me keep my head, you know, on the right thing and make sure that I'm still going out there and doing my job and not getting distracted by anything. And just more so for me, it's just any way I can help the team. And that's really just going out there and doing my job, man, and not trying to be selfish and go out there and make plays or anything like that that, you know, I don't need to be doing. So it's really been fun just to be a part of the team and just see the growth and the culture change that's been going on here. I love it. You just touched on so many important things. I think Will Anderson Jr. is my guest. I mean, you know, you want to be the man. Everybody wants to be the guy to make the play, but you've got so many playmakers around you. You don't have to do it all yourself. I'm curious, the defense played big all game, but you made that enormous stand at the end of the game, picking Russell Wilson off in the end zone. How locked in were all 11 guys on your side of the ball in the final seconds of that game? You know, we were very locked in. I think that's one of the biggest things that we have to do on defense is like, we're all on the same page. Like we always say, nobody can mess with us. When we're all doing things the right way, we're, we have a really ch- good chance to be a really great defense. So, man, just seeing everybody lock in and, you know, bow up and do their job and be exactly where they need to be, it was a beautiful thing to see. You know, well, you and I spoke the week before the draft, and you were pumped at that time to find out where you might land in the NFL. Knowing what you know right now, could you have landed in a better spot than you did? Absolutely not, man. I'm so happy to be here, man. I was so happy when they came out because – I honestly, I wanted to come here so bad. Like they were, they were my first top thirty visit, and I wanted to come here so bad. And I was telling my eight, I was like, Nicole, I don't care what you got to do, but tell Houston, I want to be there so bad. And of course, I know they needed a quarterback, but man, when they traded up and they came and got me, man, it just meant the world to me because you know now it's even more like, oh yeah, I really can like you know come here and really be with the guys I really want to be with and be able to play for the coach I really want to um, you know play for so it's been beautiful I was gonna say well it's pretty obvious right now why that was such a good spot for you but when you first went there and you knew right away like man this is the spot this is where I want to be how did you know what was so great about it when you first got there that made you know that man this is it I'm really big on relationships and I'm really big on you know people that I'm going to get a chance to work with and be around and from the moment I walked into the building to the moment I left, to the moment, you know, draft process was going on. They stayed consistent the whole time. Like, they were the exact same people from the first time I met them to now, and they still are. So I think that's the really the biggest thing, like the people in the, in the staff, like the nutritionist, PR, uh, weight room, um, um, training room, coaches, everybody, like, all the same. Like, and when you have a great – and even the players even had reached out, you know, during the draft. So, like, 
when you have people like that in the building, man, it just makes the program even better. It makes the organization, you know, um, a top organization. It makes people even want to come here. That's probably like free agency or anywhere because of the people that's in the building. So it was really good to see that. Yeah, to be really fair and really honest, man, and be real, people would not have said that about the Texans organization not that long ago. Everything you just laid out, man, this thing is flipped. This thing has changed. It has changed quickly. How much of that is about D'Amico Ryans? Man, I, I got to give a bit of credit to him, man. He's just he's just so full of energy, man. He loves the game so much. Um, the passion that he brings to the game, the energy that he brings in the building every day, we just feed off of it, man. He does an incredible job getting all of us ready. He's relatable, so he like he knows you know, what, like, how it is. So, like, it's easy for him to, like, get to us, like, what we have to do or what needs to be done. And it's just great um, for him to be here. You know, we all are appreciative of him. Man, he's doing a fantastic job. You know, I'm not there. I'm on the outside looking in. But it seems to me that he's relatable, one, because he's really good like that, really good in relating to players. Number two, he played the game at a high level. Number three, he played there. He knows that place. He knows that building. So that all makes sense to me. You know, Will, you said something that kind of stands out, too, that you're about relationships. You're about relationships. They're really important to you. Take you and C.J. Stroud. You're making my dude, GM Nick Casario, and his staff look really smart for taking you two guys with the second and third picks overall. Given that you and C.J. will always be linked based on what happened on draft night, how would you describe your relationship with him? And then how would you sum up the impact he's had on that team? Yeah, man, it's just crazy, like, for us to even be teammates because we had spent kind of this the end of all season heading into the draft like we had spent that whole time together and we didn't even have a clue that we were going to be teammates so we already kind of started building a relationship then and then for us to be on the same team now like I actually got to see him work I actually got to see him be around like other dudes and everything like that and man like the dudes like gravitate towards CJ CJ has a big personality man always got a big smile on his face always cracking jokes and everything like that. But on the field, man, he takes care of business. He's always locked in, always cool, come and collected, man. But he just has that that competitive, you know, that competitive edge to him that no matter what's going to go out there happen, he's going to come out victorious. And he has a really big, you know, relationship with God. And I think it, it really affects everybody around us to like, you know, like, dang, like this dude is special. So we just want to like play for him and even go even harder for the organization and CJ because he's so great. And that's really interesting. He's got so much it. Well, like I talked, you and I spoke before the draft. I talked to him on Radio Row and I'm like, man, I watched him his entire college career and obviously loved him as a player. But then when you sit with CJ, like he just has this kind of this aura, man. He's got this thing. He's got this it. And you know, he's got all these things despite all of that. And you knew that already. How fired up were you and your teammates to see him get in Broncos linebacker Alex Singleton's grill after that late hit on Sunday and not give an inch. Man, we was really he <laughs> was uh we was crying on the sideline. It was funny. We all had walked out there on the field to make sure nothing had happened, but you know, everybody was cracking jokes uh after the game. I don't know one uh one of the Olam was like, TJ, you was really, you was finna get beat up out there, wasn't you? And we was all just laughing about it. But like TJ's the type of person like he don't stand for no crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, he a man just like everybody else. Just because he played quarterback, like, you can be tough, too. And that's what I think everybody respects so much about CJ. That is the best. Will, before you go, a couple of quick thoughts. Like, you had a huge game. I could argue that you're very much in the running for a defensive rookie of the year. It doesn't mean it's easy, man. It doesn't mean there haven't been challenges. I mean, this is a different grind altogether, right? So how would you describe what the season's yeah. been like for you personally? For me, um, it's just been a lot of learning. And I think that's what keeps me going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just eager to learn and get better. You know, it's easy when you're not having success to quit and get down on yourself and be hard on yourself. But it's also the people that's here. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just have to give a big thanks to the guys in the locker room, man, and the guys in the defensive line room and the coaches that's here, man. Like, they always keep you in high spirits, 
always keep you with positivity in your head. And I tell you, like, um, the faith that's around in a building with everybody, like, uh, like Dylan, our person, player personnel guy, Coach Rod, is an assistant defensive line coach, and then all the vets in the room, man. Like, it's been, it's like, it's been great having those guys here. So, like, I would just say, like, it's just been a really good learning experience for me to learn how to overcome adversity, learn how to keep my mental on the right track and not get distracted by what the world has to say and don't need the approval of anybody else but Will Anderson and God. So it's really been a fantastic thing to be a part of. You know, it sounds like to me, it sounds like, number one, it's all about the energy. It's all about the energy, right? You don't want any energy vampires. It sounds like the energy in that building is incredible. It also sounds like maybe you might be talking about something you may have picked up in college. You want to stay away from the rat poison. Is there rat poison on Sundays too? Is that still in the back of your mind? <laughs> Always. I, I promise you, um... <laughs> I, I I always listen to Coach Saban, like still to this day, like I always still listen to the message he said. And I was looking at a video. Um, uh, he's just so powerful with his words, and he said, "It's time in games like this. It's time to turn your exec- it's time to turn your passion into execution." And that stuck with me like this whole Sunday. Like I'm so passionate that just go out there and execute what you have to go do and go do it. So like. Man, like, I, I miss playing for the man, man. He's great. He's really the GOAT. Always have a wise words to say, very knowledgeable. He's taught me so much in my time being at Alabama. I try to emulate a lot of everything that he does in his life into what I do in my life now. So I can't thank Coach Saban enough for, like, all the great things. That is extremely high praise. I got to be honest. I love that line. It's time to turn your passion into execution. He was the number three pick overall. Won a natty. With the Crimson Tide in 2020, having a big season, coming off a big, big game, arguably his best game as a pro, and he just froze. It's all right. It's all right, Will, my man. Uh, your fee just froze, so I can't properly thank you to your face. Oh, there you go, Will. You froze for a minute, dude. I was just giving you credit for what you had said. I love that line. It's time to turn your execution or your passion into your execution, dude. Nothing but respect. I appreciate you so much. Thank you very much for coming back on the show, Will. Great to have you. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Appreciate you, Will. Great job, dude. Really good job. Will Anderson Jr. Damn right they got that pick right. Damn straight they got that pick right. Number three pick overall, he is having a huge year, and I'm going to make the argument that he is getting better and better every single week. And had a breakout game against Denver when they had to have it. I'm going to also argue that although there's a lot of talent around him, they needed him to win that game the way they did, and they needed that game. That was a huge game, and he played huge.